Welcome to the Fertility Happy Hour. We are Sandra and Leanne, your fertility besties, here to bring some fun and laughter to your fertility journey. And of course, lots of tips, hints, and tricks. So kick back with your favorite mocktail or a cocktail and let's have some fun. Thanks for joining us for our first ever podcast episode here on Fertility Happy Hour with Sandra and Leanne. Um, In our first episode, we are going into uh, dry January um, because Leanne and I are both partaking in dry January. And we just go over things like if you should drink while you're trying to get pregnant or if... um, you are pregnant and are you, you know, having a few drinks here and there or, or why your drunk friends are getting pregnant. Um, so it's a fun topic. We had a lot of fun recording it. So we hope that you have fun too and learn some things along the way. So listen and enjoy. We are super casual today. Super casual. So we're going to have some mocktails. This is, we are embracing dry January. And so I went on and I purchased these curious elixirs. So apparently they come in many different flavors and they're supposed to simulate cocktails. This one specifically mm-hmm. is a craft co- cocktail with cherry chocolate, I guess cherry ch- chocolate old fashioned. And it says uh, it's perfect for getting weird without getting wasted. So here we go. Shaken and not slurred. Oh, that's cute. That's good. That is good. So I'm going to pop this open. Yeah, this is a a new thing for me. This dry January thing. Yeah. Um, And so we are not trying to get pregnant, but we like to follow the lead of our clients and embrace their journey with them. So cheers. Cheers. This looks good. It looks um it looks like liquid mud. <laughs> I know. Well this chocolate, so here we go. It's pretty good. I don't know what an old fashioned tastes like because I never really order them. I do and it doesn't taste like this. Oh. But I've never had a chocolate cherry old fashioned mm. either. So maybe it's good. Yeah. I mean, it's a good alternative to. Yeah, and they come with all different flavors. And I think, like, we don't have a garnish on this one. But if you put a nice, you know, cube in it and a, and a yeah. garnish. And a cherry. Yeah, it passes off as, like, a really nice craft cocktail. I could do that. You know, because I was talking to another friend of mine who's doing Dry January, the other Leanne. Okay. <clears throat> and I said, I was like, for me, it's more, it's like, did you ever smoke cigarettes? No. No. I mean, I've had like a puff or two. But you never. Well, I, I never purchased. Um, I should say I've never purchased package okay. of cigarettes. So you were never like a smoke or cigarette? I was never, no. But if I was drinking, I would just like have a cigarette. I wouldn't even finish. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, no. So I used to smoke. Um, This is like back in. I forget when, but I, I mean, I had since I stopped for like decades now, but one of the biggest things was just like the whole process of it, right? Like just like the whole, like 
you know, like you're stressed or whatever, you come home from work, you take out the cigarette, you light it up and you're like, put it to your lips and then it just makes you feel better. Yeah. So that's, I mean, even with anyone who's addicted to it, that's what they would say. It's like just the whole routine of it. Yeah. And I'm like, it's the same thing for me with alcohol, like Friday afternoon, like happy hour. I love to pour a glass of wine and just kind of relax and be like the end of the week. So, and then my friend Leanne's like, yeah, that's not it for me. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, she's well, like, I get it because like, I like the alcohol. I think, well, the thing of it too is if you're, if you think about like, if you're at a party, like I can't walk around empty handed. Like I, I have to have something in my right. head. It's like a, so like I have to. So mm-hmm. at least if you have like a decorative cocktail or you feel like you have right. something in your hand, <clears throat> yeah, it works. And when I was pregnant, I actually would pour myself a, you know, a cocktail and literally would feel so relaxed yeah. having one just because it's like mind over mat. I think it's like mind over body. Yes. Like you feel well, like yeah. you're having a cocktail and your body responds in a relaxed mm-hmm. state and even a little giddy yeah. and i'm well, like yeah it's so weird well it's because of the whole like your body is you've trained it yeah, it's conditioned yeah to so relax like yeah when you have and that's why i'm like you know for me i'm like it would be pretty easy i think to do dry january just because i think it's as long as i have like a wine glass yeah. And I'm pouring something in it. It's accomplishing what it needs to accomplish. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll now, see some of these, now, some of these, they said, has ashwanda in it. Oh. So that becomes like a natural, like, stress yeah. reliever. Oh, yeah. Nice. So, um, so physiologically, it should now, be stressing. Um, that's awesome. I didn't know that about those. Yeah. But, yeah, so to go back to the whole drinking thing, and like you said, I'm not trying to get pregnant and you're not trying to get pregnant, right? No. No. But there are so many people who are trying to get pregnant that abstain from alcohol and still, does that even make a difference? And then there's other women who get bombed and like, that's when they get pregnant. Right. When they're really drunk. Right. You know, so what do we say that's like, and they're, why is they're there... not even trying, right? And they're drunk one night and they're knocked out, mm-hmm. you know? So why, why does the drunk girl always get pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, should women just get drunk and then maybe they'll well, get pregnant? What happens is, as with most alcoholic beverages, you lose you, you do it to relax and you decrease your stress mm-hmm. and you let loose and you're not so uptight about getting pregnant, ovulation, all this other stuff. So when you're yeah. footloose and fancy free and drinking and ha- hanging out and, and you know, not even thinking, then that's when it happens. Or maybe you just become more, more promiscuous when you're drinking. True. True. <laughs> you definitely have a yeah well that's a, that's a good unless point. the man is really drunk then yeah the man, it doesn't work for the man too i know well. but no i think there is something to it like you know i was just done treating this client and um <clears throat> we were talking about mindset and just how you know i wish that there was like something that you can just turn off in women when they get stressed out 
when they're trying to get pregnant, you know, because you always hear those stories of I've been trying and then, you know, they pretty much give up and they're like, you know what? My doctor says I have no eggs, like zero. My chances of getting pregnant are zero. So they stop and they're like, you know what? I'm just going to enjoy life. Yeah. Who cares? And they get pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. Like a month or two later. Yeah. It's the release of all that pressure and expectation of you conceiving. Yeah. So once you let it go, it comes to you. Right. So it's almost like you want to release like your inhibitions. Yeah. And so if you're trying to get pregnant, just get really drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's here's what I think. If a cocktail is going to put, is going to decrease some of your stress and your anxiety Mm -hmm. and just kind of let you feel a little bit better about this whole situation. I do think that it would have some value over, you know, just saying absolutely no alcohol. So um, there's one thing, like if you're getting, you know, totally obliterated and you're, you know, trying to conceive, there's a lot of toxins that build up and you you have to metabolize that. And Mm -hmm. that does physiologically affect your chances of conceiving. But on a level yeah. of de-stressing, I think if that's your having way to de-stress, like, go for yeah. it. Like just having like a glass of wine, wine on like a Friday and Saturday night. Yeah. Like absolutely. Go for it. Go for I it. mean, you know, and I actually, when I was pregnant, and I think you know this, I actually did, did drink it, yeah. during my pregnancy. Yeah. And it was against my doctor's recommendations mm-hmm. strong recommendation yeah and I did a lot of research on it <laughs> just because I wanted to know is there really something out there that says when you are pregnant like yes. this is going to do this to your baby like right. I'm going to kill you and there was no and that's the problem there is actually no research on it saying that can prove that it's, that can prove yeah. it or disprove it so that's why most doctors just say we just err on the side of caution because right. There is research, you know, with women who have abused alcohol. Right. And they have the, what's the syndrome? The fetal alcohol syndrome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. So, like, you you would have some wine or whatever, but you wouldn't get drunk. No, I would allow myself one glass of wine a week. But that didn't, so that, but that didn't, you didn't feel in your system, like, well, a buzz. No. Yeah. No. I think that is the telltale stamp. Right. Once you become buzzed. Your liver is not metabolizing the alcohol and it's in your bloodstream. Right. And it's a toxin. Yeah. So at that point, it's a no. Yeah. Because you have to think about how yeah. hard your body has to work yeah. at that point. Exactly. So it's true. And if you're doing that on, on a consistent basis, you yeah. can think about just the bloatedness, but like the cortisol levels and like the sugar, you know, the sugars yeah. and the alcohol. So that it does become detrimental. And yeah. I feel like it's the same when you are trying to get pregnant, you know, that you shouldn't yeah. be tox, tox, getting, getting toxins. Yeah. yeah. So I always tell, like, we try to tell people to kind of abstain, you know, from not really abstain, abstain, but if you're the type that goes out, say like every Friday and Saturday night and you drink like a bottle of wine, right. When you're actively trying to get pregnant, have like a glass or two yeah you know like yeah just cut back you know like because it's really just going to help just get rid of some of those toxins yeah because you know, all those toxins are built up if you've been doing that 
I'll be the first to admit, like, I am a social drinker. So I will have, I mean, I slowed down a lot since Cameron was born. That's what kids will do to you. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of other things. But, you know, I used to drink, like, you know, go out with your friends. Like, before you had kids, you're, like, you know, throwing back, drinking yeah. the drink. No, I didn't think about it. Yeah. That. But now, like, you know. I mean, weren't you drunk when you got pregnant? I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Just kidding. Who knows? Sure. The proof right here that you will get pregnant when you're drunk. You can get pregnant <laughs> after, after forty. After forty, more than likely, more than you will get pregnant <laughs> when you're drunk. When you're drunk. Um. But yeah, no. So I think that's the takeaway from this yeah. is, and I think everybody's level of a cocktail versus too much drinking, you know, like, I think like if you metabolize, like, you know, a glass of wine is not going to affect you. Go for it. I like, I'm very highly reactive to all this stuff. I remember being pregnant with my first and didn't really drink. I had like a few sips here and there, but one, one night I had taken, um, cough syrup and I literally, no, no, it was what, I don't know if it was, I think it was, I had checked and I, I forget like how it happened, whether I, they told me to take a certain amount and I took that amount or I took a certain kind, but regardless, I felt like I had poisoned my child. I was like, I feel off. I feel weird. Uh, I like don't feel right. Like not drunk, but just like. You just I felt that like almost like, like jittery and I like I felt uh, like it yeah. wasn't it was like bad yeah you know yeah and so like even mm-hmm. that like you know like you can feel the way your body reacts and know huh something's not right mm-hmm. like this is becoming a toxin but as long as you're aware of your body and how it responds and you're just like oh I'm just gonna have a relaxing glass of wine it's not gonna affect me yeah. or get me you know a buzz or anything like that I think yeah, for I think so too. You know, so yeah, if you're trying to get pregnant, and that's what de-stresses de- you. Yeah, yeah. Now I have to say, I'm I'm pretty relaxed having this. You know, I am too. But you know, it is it is kind of sweet. It is. That's the only thing. Yeah. I'm not. A I think with wheat with drinker, but, but with like crushed ice or something like yeah. that. Yeah. The right or some wanted lychee sparkling water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that might taste good. But you could maybe get the same effects by walking around with this de you know de stressed. Yeah. yeah. Trick your brain into it. This was good. You know. Nice. Thank you for this. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Awesome. Well, I hope you guys learned something. Um, besides drinking <laughs> what uh learn to drink i know but um no i mean you know it's so bad to like feel like you can be somewhat normal yes. and like, we want you to be normal you know like we want people to feel like yeah they're enjoying life and doing things and not everything and you always be, know you always know the women that are trying to conceive yeah Oh, you're not drinking? Are you pregnant? Then the then the questions start. Right. You know. Oh, are you pregnant? I'm trying. Yeah. It's a very, you know, so very sore topic. Even in the beginning phases of pregnancy, when you don't want people to know. I remember I used to walk around with like holding like my sister's drink. 
and been like, you know, like pretending oh, like she would like, she yeah. would like take a big gulp and be like, <laughs> no one knows that you're not drinking. Yeah. <laughs> you have to like hide it. I know that is kind of the annoying part, but you know, that's why you can do what I did and drink while you're, yeah, <laughs> right, right. Or just walk around with a few sips. Just one yeah. glass of wine a week. That yeah. Was it. Now, did you, uh, did anybody ever judge you? No, you know what? I no, because I only really did that around my good friends. I feel, well, I mean, who else do I really hang out with? Yeah. So I did actually, I did though around Tom's parents. You did? And they, they were doing Tom's yeah. family. Yeah. yeah. Cause I would be afraid of, especially like out to dinner and I have, I'm like pregnant, like visibly pregnant. Yeah. So the night before I went into labor, we went out to this Mexican restaurant. And and isn't that like a like an old wives tale, like eat something spicy and then yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think like I was going there to eat something spicy. I think I kind of oh, because I was having contractions earlier. Okay. Remember the story? I went to the because I was going to the doctor every week because I was older. So they wanted me to go weekly to check the heartbeat of the baby. And when I went in, she was like, I, th- I thought it was indigestion. <laughs> she comes back. She's like, you just had a contraction. I'm like, oh, really? Is that what it was? Yeah. I was like, I thought I just ate something. Like something wasn't settling well in my stomach. She's like, no, that was a contraction. And then I sat there for a little while. I didn't have another one. So she was like, you know, this could, you could potentially go into labor soon. So I just kept like joking around with Tom. I'm like, this is the last, this is the last supper. Yeah. I got to make it good. And I was um, craving Mexican food. So went out for Mexican and there was another really pregnant girl sitting like right next to us. And I ordered a glass of wine and I could see the husband and the wife <gasps> turned and looked at me. And I, I think I said to Tom, I'm like, they're totally judging me right now. <laughs> totally. Right, right. And I'm like, whatever it's baked. Like look yeah. how big I yeah. am. Like I'm pretty much at the hospital right now. So, I mean, and Cameron turned out completely perfect. So, yeah. You know. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's when I did get. So started. just if you need to to have a little bit, just steal your husband's without people mm-hmm. seeing you and judging you. You can do that, <laughs> or you can be like me and not give a shit what people exactly say or think, and just do it. You know, again, I was like, this is you know, I yeah. mean, I I know I'm responsible. I know my limits. I'm just yeah. gonna have one. I think and the French like, always drink when they're pregnant. the Europeans. Yeah. They yeah. all do. Yeah, still. Yeah, smoke cigarettes, and I mean, not all of them, but. Right. You know, it's way more acceptable yeah. over there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, so that is, you know, part of our lesson is just enjoy life, ladies. Yeah. yeah. You know, don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. And stay tuned for our Have next. Have fun. Have fun. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. Just because this is their journey. There's no reason to not have fun during your journey. <clears throat> Life is too short, you know? And you want to look back and have fond memories of the times that you were trying to conceive. Exactly. Not have it be like, you know, a miserable time. Yeah. Like everything's timed. And yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah, have fun. Have that one drink and make babies. Mm. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.
How long was that? Thanks again for listening. We hope that you had fun listening to us just discuss different things. Um, Leanne and I always have fun conversations when we talk, so we just decided why not record this because there's someone out there that can get some good information and that might just help brighten their day in this crazy journey of fertility. So keep staying tuned. We're going to be coming out with more. And as always, you can find us on Instagram at Reinventive Fertility. Um, And you can also look us up on our website if you have any uh, questions or desire to come out and um, get a Mercier therapy treatment done by us. Um, That's www.reinventivefertility.com. We hope you have a great day. Bye.